Plato, it seems, once said, the highest form of knowledge is empathy, for it requires us to suspend our egos and live in another's world. It requires profound purpose larger than the self. Stop quote. Welcome to podcast Pratidhwani, where we humanize science. I am Jeevim Pawan Kumar, your host. And today we are going to discuss something which is at the interface of science, compassion and rationality. Generally, when one is talking about uh, compassion and rationality, they are not discussed in the one go. But uh, there is a very strong case for bringing rationality and compassion on the same platform. And science probably is one of the best ways to do that. It is not only beneficial to bring in a human component of uh, doing better science, but also in the overall development of the way thought process evolves, uh, having compassion considered in the scientific domain is equally important. So when we look at the concept of rationality itself, uh, we, we first need to ask what exactly is rationality, right? So the Oxford Dictionary quotes, uh, the quality of being based on or in accordance with reason or logic. So stop quote. So the crucial element here is reason or logic, which also means that any thought process we have is based on the consideration of specific kind of evidence. So therefore, any kind of judgment one is making is based on the evidence at hand. And this particular judgment is purely based on the evidence at hand. And this is a crucial factor because if you now have a new evidence and that particular evidence is in contrast to the older evidence, then you will have to revise your thought. And the basis on which rationality is kind of considered is on the fact that you would be able to change your thoughts as you come across new evidence. And this is a very important thought process because it also gives you a revisionist viewpoint of the way things are uh, in the context of the history of ideas. And therefore, rationality plays a very crucial role in science and technology and to a large extent, any kind of human intellectual endeavor. So if you ask, what is the history behind rationality? Well, it goes back all the way to the time when human beings started thinking, when they started making decisions. Rationality in that sense is universal. It doesn't really discriminate among any specific kind of uh, ethnicity, race or language or any kind of form of a human being, except for the fact that the human beings actually have to have a kind of a thought process. And uh, that is all rationality really needs. So if you really look back at the ancient times, um, various different kind of civilizations have thought about rationality, have discussed about rationality. And there is a very interesting kind of uh, viewpoints from various different civilizations on rationality itself. So for example, Indian civilization, uh, Greek civilization, Islamic world, all these civilizations actually had very deep roots in understanding the natural world through the lens of rationality and questioning. So for example, if you take the ancient Indian civilization, one of the things which you will come across is something called a Starka Shastra. 
so the general definition for example if you look at uh, wikipedia the word tarkashastra is essentially uh, originating from sanskrit and it uh, represents the philosophy of dialects logic and reasoning and art of debate that analyzes the nature and source of knowledge and its validity stop quote this is very important you see the emphasis is on the nature and source of knowledge and its validity so tarka is a very important part of the way people thought through specific kind of issues and uh, it is through debates and logical arguments that a lot of uh, thought process evolved uh, in 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 various different civilizations including indian in ancient uh, indian civilizations now if you want to really learn more about it one of the best books to really understand the evolution of ideas itself is a book which is titled as ideas a history of thought and invention from fire to freud this is by peter watson this is a 800 odd page masterpiece and you'll really enjoy learning a lot of interesting things from this particular book it gives you really the evolution of ideas how the history of thought and invention came uh, kind of evolved it gives you a tremendous uh, number of uh, references Uh, which are very important for one to go explore in detail and dive deep into various different concepts one is interested in that is one book i strongly recommend uh, peter watson's uh, ideas the other book uh, which is also titled as rationality is a recent book by steven pinker who is a very celebrated uh, cognitive psychologist from harvard university and uh, his book is slightly more technical but it gives uh, a very nice viewpoint of how to look at rationality from a framework of understanding the natural world and also understanding the human behavior for example he talks a lot about uh, statistical reasoning as one of the important foundations on which rationality is based on and how human beings can develop this thought process of being rational although i should mention that pinker's work is very interesting but also sometimes uh, uh, highly debated but uh, in this particular book the rationality uh, aspect of uh, uh, of looking at things from a statistical viewpoint is something i i found very interesting and uh, very uh, kind of profound so to speak because the kind of examples uh, he gives and also the kinds of uh, logical fallacies he discusses is really worth uh, exploring and uh, learning from anyway i would be uh, giving the references to all these uh, books uh, i would urge you to have a look at it in greater detail now going further we can ask how is rationality important uh, for science or uh, how how can it can play an important role within the context of science itself in science the idea is to build uh, a body of knowledge which is strongly based on evidence so as i mentioned you need to build this body of evidence uh, based on the information what is at your hand which means that you will be able to revise these kind of thought processes and any kind of decisions what you have based purely on the evidence which is right in front of you so therefore uh, science really is in that way a revisionist uh, process and it is always ready to actually alter its pathway based on the evidence what it has uh, at its disposal 
Now, for example, you take the problem of complexity, which is a very crucial problem, which has deep implications in understanding ecology and, uh, let's say, climate change, or for that matter, the whole of uh, universe, uh, in that sense, can be looked at as a problem in complexity. From cities to cosmology, all these problems can be looked at in the context of uh, complexity problems so there whenever you have some new information you would have to really alter your viewpoints and also update this particular viewpoint so that you would be able to uh, go go into the new realm of understanding and in that sense understanding itself actually is built upon the fact that you are revising your thought process as you go along there's also a lot of uh, interesting uh, aspects related to this kind of thought process across various diff different disciplines of science. And also, even if you look at the uh, latest developments in artificial intelligence, there's a, there are many deep questions related to how thought process itself occurs and how rational decisions are made and whether those decisions can be emulated by machines. And these are really important and contemporary questions which are still under exploration. So in order to really understand such new developments, including machine learning based approach to robotics and uh, uh, AI based technologies which can interface with humans, the rationality aspect is a point which has to be considered in significant detail. So what are the forms of rationality? One can have rationality embedded at an individual level. In that sense, every human being, no matter what their thought process is or what their belief system is, to a large extent is rational. Take for example, if somebody is driving on a road, if that person is driving on a road in a particular country, more or less that person actually has to really consider the local environment and make decisions according to the local cues what she or he uh, gets from the local environment which means that there is very important decisions uh, very important decisions made as that person is actually moving across in in the local environment and this is purely based on the rational decision and please remember that these decisions are made based on the fact that that person is is already embedded in that system so therefore, there's already some kind of a learning process which has happened and therefore that person is able to navigate through that path, so to speak, uh, because of the fact that she or he can make a decision based on the environmental cue. There is another form of rationality which is a collective rationality. And in collective rationality, a specific kind of thought process is evolved uh, based on um, the fact that there are many different people thinking about a problem and uh, therefore the information what is extracted out of that collective thought process is now exposed and also kind of debated in a large number and that uh, specific debate leads to certain conclusions based on the available evidence and therefore there is some kind of a consensus which is built on that particular uh, process. So for example, if you say that uh, there is a moon which actually is a satellite of Earth, that particular aspect of the moon uh, coupled to Earth it can be verified experimentally. 
and that particular experimental verification can be done with a reasonably high degree of precision and that conclusion is now applicable to all human beings who are who are on earth so anybody who would want to really make a measurement can do it but you would also extract a lot of information from somebody else who, uh, who has already done that experiment so you draw an important rational conclusion based on the evidence which has been collectively uh, kind of uh, uh, extracted from from uh, whatever tools is uh, tools are available at the, at the disposal so therefore the individual and the collective rationality plays an important role but uh, it is important to remember that when one is making a rational decision in science one will have to have kind of a, a specific understanding of the assumptions behind the rational decision so again going back to the example of moon if somebody says that i would want to make a vehicle which will go from earth to moon then of course uh, you know what is the thing which is required to do it but if the argument is on the fact that whether there is a moon or not unless and until the people who are taking different paths to reach the moon come to a conclusion that there is a moon uh, they will not be able to uh, really take any rational step which means that you should assume that there is a moon without that assumption you would not be able to go forward and take further action based on any kind of rational uh, decisions you can make so therefore the complexity which the rationality itself brings in the thought process is is equally important and uh, that is something also makes it very fascinating uh, in in science and any kind of intellectual activity so to speak now how does one become rational okay uh, this is something which is uh, very elegantly explained in uh, steven pinker's book on rationality what he also mentions that that uh, the majority of the decisions what human beings make is based on the fact that the information is provided from the environment so when the environment is providing a lot of information then you will have to uh, consider a statistical way of looking at the data what you are extracting from the environment this means that you will have to develop some kind of a statistical thinking to understand what really is happening and uh, this way of thinking is very important because generally a lot of fallacies and irrationalities can occur because purely of the fact that one cannot appreciate the statistical reasoning behind a particular conclusion and uh, this is a learned process and therefore not everybody would probably have similar kind of uh, background in understanding a particular concept especially when it is related to large numbers for that matter if you consider let's say economics or some other process related to some complex behavior uh, in in natural world if the specific measurement or specific theory is based on statistical analysis then you would really be able to uh, extract some meaningful information from this the other important aspect of uh, cultivating a rational way of looking at uh, uh, any process is to look at uh, evidence as an important material in making decision so therefore data becomes critical and all decisions which are mainly based on some kind of evidence will give you some solace in 
telling that at least you made a decision based on some input which was provided to you and the third and the most important aspect which i believe plays a very critical role in rational thinking is the ability to ask questions so this is something which is very crucial when we do research how you frame your questions will actually lead to the answers uh, which you are interested in now this framing of questions itself is probably one of the most important skills one develops as a researcher and therefore questioning is central to how one really looks at any kind of challenge or any kind of phenomena or any kind of process in life itself so therefore in order to develop rationality the statistical thinking evidence based learning and evidence based thinking and the questioning uh, plays very critical role in developing uh, the mind uh, which is which is bent towards rationality now that uh, we have been discussing about rationality is that all is that all what is necessary to really have a human life the answer is no the human life of course if it is rational would be able to make decisions which are important and many a times critical but there is also an element in the decision which should be based on compassion okay compassion is very very critical in understanding the local environment in fact this is where uh, this particular podcast i would want to emphasize that compassion has an important element in making rational decision so for example first and the foremost thing is to ask what is compassion and how does it for example differ from the other concept which is called as empathy so what is the difference between compassion and empathy this question has been very beautifully addressed by another very famous social scientist in uh, upen his name is adam grant and uh, he is also a prolific author similar to steven pinker and he has a very interesting take on uh, comparison between compassion and uh, empathy and to quote uh, adam grant compassion is kinder and healthier than empathy when we feel others pain we often get overwhelmed and withdrawn when we feel concern for their pain we re- we reach out and help the point of compassion isn't to share their feelings which is essentially the empathy it's to care about their feelings and act on that particular feeling stop quote now this is an important aspect of uh, compassion compassion goes beyond mere empathy empathy is of course feeling for for somebody else pain or somebody others feeling but uh, compassion really takes that particular feeling and inculcates a thought process in the system and acts on that particular thought so therefore compassion is extremely important and uh, it plays a very critical role in human interaction because if one uh, one is able to understand the f- fellow human being then there is some kind of an appreciation of what the process is and a viewpoint uh, of uh, how that other person is and one takes this input and forms an important uh, kind of an action oriented program to address the other person's uh, shortcomings or some kind of a requirement therefore compassion is very very critical and uh, one may ask why do you need to mix rationality with compassion uh, 
Now think about it. If you look at one of some of the greatest minds who are involved in Manhattan Project, which was one of the biggest projects where tremendous amount of brain power was used to build an atomic bomb. Great people like Oppenheimer, Hans Bethe, Feynman, Enrico Fermi, von Neumann, many, many other people were involved in this. They were undoubtedly some of the greatest physicists uh, to ever have uh, kind of practiced uh, physics and to a large extent uh, uh, physics-based technology. But what is interesting is that they were all very rational to a large extent according to the definitions of what we were talking about. But what probably was missing is the compassion of uh, what happened towards the later part. For example, the consequence of atomic bomb, as we know, was very severe on Japanese. And that really had a very kind of drastic effect on the human uh, kind of behavior, not only in terms of individuals, but also on the collectives, uh, all the way to continents and, uh, and the whole world itself. Now, one may argue that all these people were actually doing it purely as a scientific endeavor. But we must ask whether the kind of uh, scientific concepts that were used were used without the understanding of the consequence of what could have happened in, in future. In fact, there are many people including Hans Bethe, Feynman and other people who later on kind of regretted having uh, really created this monster of atomic bomb, which turned out to have a severe consequence on the way uh, the geopolitics of the world actually evolved. It further led to Cold War and various different kind of uh, problems. So therefore, uh, sometimes rationality itself is not enough. It has to be mixed with compassion and also some kind of a consideration for the consequence of what happens to fellow human beings. So this is slightly from a broader context of uh, why science and compassion uh, is, is necessary. When it also comes to uh, other questions of uh, bringing rationality and, uh, and compassion together, another important aspect is that uh, such uh, amalgamation is necessary to really make science kind of reachable to everybody. Science is by an essence, by essence is not kind of an elitist activity. So therefore, if one has to shred that image of a scientist sitting in the ivory tower, then one will have to mix rationality with uh, enough compassion to make science uh, kind of uh, cater, uh, science which is applicable to, to the common person. Now, what happens when uh, either of this element is missing? That is an important question to ask. So if you have only rationality and no compassion, then generally the person who is practicing science or any kind of rational activity starts condescending. And sometimes it can, the person can be dismissive. And uh, this kind of rationality without compassion is not good for the practice of science. Then it would be exclusive of a large population of people who not only directly benefit from what science and technology has to offer, but also to participate in that particular development, uh, the compassion is very important. The other way around of uh, being compassionate, but uh, not having any specific rationality. 
actually is even also disastrous because you might end up uh, taking wrong decisions there is no development of knowledge uh you may have good intentions but all the consequences turn out to be wrong and therefore uh, rationality is equally important uh, uh with the, with the compassion uh, what a person has so what is the way to combine this rationality and compassion is there a specific method we can uh, bring in so that we can amalgamate them together how can we really uh, make science both rational and compassionate in fact there is a lot of debate nowadays which is happening to really uh, you know defend science and scientific method there is recently there was also a meeting in delhi where there was a lot of debate on this where uh, historians and uh, uh, scientists came together to uh, to to ask this question of how to define science and scientific method and uh, there are some very interesting uh, questions asked in that particular uh, discussion i will also link uh, some some, some uh, youtube videos on that particular thing but my own take is to uh, is to look at uh, the combination of rationality with compassion uh, through the lens of learning now in the process of learning generally one is kind of really underplaying the ego component of the uh, a person which means that uh, in order to learn something one will have to make choices and make rational choices in understanding some specific concept but equally important aspect of learning is especially if somebody is learning from a, a source that particular person who is teaching from that source should be equally compassionate which means that uh, there is an element of uh, the element of human interaction which is uh, not just in the realm of rationality but also in terms of the compassion this also requires uh, understanding something from various different viewpoints which is probably one of the most important uh, things one can uh, achieve while while doing science as you probably can appreciate if you have if you ha- if you ask a specific scientific question in order to answer that question you cannot have only one particular viewpoint so you will have to learn various different ways in which you can address a particular question only then you would probably end up getting a complete understanding of something and this enriches the thought process and this really brings in uh, various different innovations and uh, some also very creative work out of uh, the scientific pursuit so in order to really combine rationality with compa- compassion one should be compassionate enough uh, to to really look at uh, both learning and teaching as an important uh, important foundation on which uh, this combination can be achieved and this is something very crucial especially in the terms of education there's also a lot of debate on kind of improving mathematical uh, thinking process among children if you look at the various ways in which countries are now kind of uh, compared and contrasted one of the crucial factors they ask is how well is a is a child educated in science and mathematics because uh the capability of a human being to really uh you know make rational decisions will be very very important going going in future 
because the complexity of the problems will increase and this is where again going back to the uh, concept of tarka uh, which is essentially the logical reasoning uh, which is so important part of uh, indian philosophy is is very crucial so i i i will reemphasize on the fact that rationality is not just a mere concept of western thought process it is equally an important and a, a very relevant thought process within the indian uh, philosophy and uh, great thinkers uh, from centuries ago have been really uh, thinking about rational aspects of life asking questions debating and uh, really trying to find answers uh, from various different viewpoints so therefore one should not actually keep the realm of rationality as something foreign to indian kind of context uh, rationality is as i mentioned is a universal phenomena where uh, human beings are uh, are are really making some specific decision so therefore uh, rationality is important but what i am making a case here is to bring in rationality with compassion so that this combination can uh, really make uh, not only for good science but also uh, makes a strong case for uh, a coherent and a cohesive viewpoint of uh, the way human beings actually can uh, uh, can can function on the planet earth the collective knowledge is very important for 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 human species you see because um, the biggest challenges which we face uh, nowadays is uh, climate change and uh, various different processes of how human beings can handle economics and uh, how one actually can have various different natural resources preserved and also uh, conserved and to a large extent also how one can enhance uh, the diversity on earth and these are all complex problems which requires both compassion and rational uh, choices uh, to make uh, going going in future so i i would uh, be giving all the references i have used to kind of uh, make this podcast uh, i would strongly urge uh, you to have a look at some of the references uh, podcast is just a kind of a window if you really want to dive deep and understand things i would still value uh, going to the references learning from the original resources and making your own choices both in terms of rational and compassionate aspect of looking at a problem because uh, that is very crucial uh, to to have a a good peaceful and uh, thoughtful human life thank you bye bye